This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Snap, snap. Snap, snap. You snap a lot. Snap into action. Snap at people. <laughs> Are you James Corden over here? What, a talented host? Yes, I am. <laughs> Multi-millionaire. <laughs> yes, I am. What, live in LA? Yes, I do. <laughs> Busy all the time. Yes, I am. <laughs> busy boy. Talking of busy boys. You're, Tom's literally just said to me, gotta go, gotta be out, gotta be on the train. Nine minutes. <laughs> till I'm gone. I'm contractually obliged to be here for another nine minutes. So uh, get what you want out of me. Hey, um, on a train. <laughs> Where are you going? Gigging. Gigs. <laughs> Comedy. <laughs> Hey, you in the red shirt, you, uh... Hey, where are you from? Oh, you know, you, Greg. All right, yeah. Greg. Oh, Greg, how are you? Hey, you where, where are you from? My kind of town. <laughs> My kind of town. <laughs> hey, um, we have a, um... Sean Stafford. Sean bloody Stafford. Great, great guy. My trainer just three hench young men three having hench. a chat yeah he's my he's my gym pt my personal trainer yeah uh i've been putting a lot on social media recently my body yeah been putting i now know why people i'm it's a bit cringe i don't i don't want to keep no it. you've been you, you you put the work in and now you, you're reaping the benefits yeah i, I i've started training it was sophie said we to don't me, know what because you may have just taken a load of photos and you're slowly uploading them you may have let let the body go completely <laughs> yeah that's what but, you want to do you want to get really fit take a load mm, of photos and then go back to how we're you actually were. recording this from my bed because i actually can't yeah. get out of it yeah <laughs> <laughs> but it, i it's uh, nice to i always think i i would like to one point in my life get really ripped just so that you have that photo mm. just even when you're old for what so you can wank just so you can show like people <laughs> this is what i used to look like laminate it hand them out <laughs> it just would be good to have a photo of you at <laughs> one point in your life looking ripped so you could wear it on a lanyard wherever yeah. you're <laughs> blow it up on a wall put it on the fridge well, you go mental do what you want sean has been my trainer for the past uh six weeks in the episode we talk about my training we talk mm. about Training in general, mm-hmm. mindset. We love it all, don't we? Protein, boy? gains. Yeah, all of that. Legs. Day. All that good stuff. All right, here we go. Let's kick it off. You ready for this? I'm ready. All right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen. Sean Stafford. Sean Stafford. Staffy. To, to his friends. Yeah, Staffy. Stiffy. 
Stiffy. Stiffy. Stiffy to his friends. <laughs> Stiffy. Here's Sean Stiffy. On Stiffy po- Stafford. Stiffy Stafford on the podcast. Enjoy. Hey guys, I'm Sean Stafford. I'm a two-time fitness world champion, business owner and trainer for the last 20 years, give or take. And probably I'm best known for being one of the OG fitness influencers in we, this space. We didn't say brag. You're just bragging. <laughs> oh, was that bragging? <laughs> I'm joking. That was perfect. That was perfect. Do you want to know frustratingly yeah. for everything that I may or may not have achieved in yeah. the 20 years I've been doing this? Yeah. Do you know what I'm best known for? Training me. Incorrect. Okay. What is it? What is it? What are you best known for? <laughs> Two things. Oh, I know one of them. One is looking like Fernando Torres. Yeah. <laughs> for being for being a jacked Fernando Torres. Yeah. <laughs> so this, to, to the point where Yeah, tell this story is great. Go on Google. Yeah. I invite people to do this. Go on Google and just type in Fernando Torres and go to the images. Like half of them are of me. <laughs> it's not even him. Anyway. <laughs> it's so funny. There was a viral thing that went round, wasn't there's it? Cu- there's a cup so there's a video of me before one of my bodybuilding shows back in the day mm. where I did like a pose routine and all that sort of stuff. And then there's like Lad Bible or Esquire or whoever's done it. Has the big ones. Kind of all the big uh, ones. All the big ones. <laughs> all, all the big ones. Kind of like the mashed up this like all kind of retired footballers getting fat. Like, <laughs> Ronaldo, like fat Ronaldo and like Sammy and Nasri when they've just packed on a load of pounds afterwards. Yeah. And then they've gone like, Torres. And just like me doing like bodybuilding poses. And people actually genuinely think it's him. Um, you went viral, That's didn't amazing. you? Like billions of views. Like it's do, you know if he, views. do you know if he's aware of it? He is aware of it. Because have you ever met him? I have met him. Really? Um, I've actually doubled for him for oh, a few wow. things. Because you haven't told me this. Well, we save it for the potty joke. <laughs> okay, there we go. Okay, um, <laughs> well, how, how does that work? So you, you double bodied for him. I body, did you, I did you play him. in a few games? Did you tap out and you played for him? So yeah, pretty much. So what <laughs> happens is like, basically what happened on the intro for EA Sports, like FIFA 2013. Yeah. Obviously the, the big players fly in for an hour mm. and that's their commitment. But like what they need is they need you there for days, right? For all the sort of wide angle stuff. So yeah. anything that's close that you can tell it's him is him. Yeah. And then anything that's kind of blurred <laughs> slightly further back is me. And the best thing was So it could be anyone really. It could be no, it, has to, it has to still look still a blurred. little bit like you. I could and do it. Yeah, to be fair, you absolutely I, could. Jamie does it for Judge Rinder actually. We're, <laughs> we're you know, Judge in, in the FIFA 14 video. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever Judge Rinder is slightly blurred, it's always me. Do, do you want to know the interesting thing? Like yeah. the, the body double for Rooney was unbelievable really like really genuinely looked exactly like wayne rooney and i don't know whether that's a curse or whether it's a blessing i don't think that's a good thing is it well this guy gets mad amount of work because so he's you know he's going straight to the bank so it's it was actually that that guy who slept with all the prostitutes wasn't wayne rooney he gets rooney gets all the blame for it do you know what? He's like, it's my body double. It's not me. He he's missed a trick there, hasn't he? Both he he has absolutely missed a trick. Yeah, like, he had a perfect fall yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was just, available for a paycheck. I just like the idea of all these body doubles turning up and like. Mm. So you're Rooney, you're Torres. I don't <laughs> understand that's exactly what it was. And we went to wow, Upton Park, which crazy. is like uh, West Ham's ground at the time, and we were there yeah. for like five days. Yeah. Whereas if you were going to get Rooney or 
Thomas Hummels or Kaká or whoever was a big player yeah. back then, it cost you, they, well, A, they wouldn't be able to do it because they've got to go into training and stuff. So they would literally, the big names would fly in for like an hour, mm. shoot all the like close stuff and mm. then leave it to us to... What's the point? Because I understand you doing that for, you know, being for photos and things, but when you get like celebrity lookalikes and you, they, yeah. they, you pay them to just come to your party and look like Simon Cowell or whatever it is, what... What I don't understand what the appeal of that is. Well, I think it's humorous, right? Isn't it? It's like fu- is it, it's, is it's it? funny. Yeah, I think it is because you're getting like a look like a Simon Cow. It's like oh, like that's funny because then you get photos with them. I think that's. I, I phoned up a um, body double for me once <laughs> to see how much I would cost. I went out for. Yeah. And the guy responded saying, oh, he hasn't worked for a long time. <laughs> like no one had booked me <laughs> for ages. And then I started joking with him about the other cast of Made in Chelsea, how if I could book them, he goes, oh, they're never used. It was actually quite like a depressing conversation <laughs> that I had. So wait, sorry, so you get a call up saying you'll be Fernando Torres's body double. Yeah. And, and so you then do the whole thing. So what other people are there? Who do you have? You have, you have Wayne Rooney. Wayne Rooney was there. there was, and do you know what? There was a guy, uh, there was a guy, a footballer, he used to play for Borussia Dortmund. I think he played for the German national team called Thomas Hummels. Really yeah, good player, yeah, yeah, yeah. Centre back. Yeah. Yeah, great. And, and so when the double for Hummels rocks up, he's a model. <laughs> he's he's right? actually stunned. So, so yeah. he's, he's an absolute winner. <laughs> and, and so like, we obviously get to meet. Um, so when they fly in, you get, yeah. oh, this, is, this is your guy, this is your guy. Yeah. And Hummels was over the moon with his guy. He was just like, <laughs> oh, I've never, seen a, I've never seen a double that looks more like me. And I'm just like, this guy's a catwalk model. Must be quite... that looks a little bit like you, but he was over the moon. It Hummels must be, is um... over the moon yeah. with his body double. <laughs> it must be weird to meet someone who has been classified as your body double. Yeah. It must be weird. I think I think that's why Torres was a little bit standoffish. Yeah, because it, it must have been because like, we we at the Did time. Did you keep in touch with him? No, no. He when well, he was he was pissed off. He was like, "Oh, for fuck's sake!" I wouldn't say he was annoyed. He wasn't as happy as Hummel was. <laughs> but uh, it is what it is, you know. Like you got to take the rough, the rough of the smooth. Wait, wait, Sh- Shawnee. What's and the other thing is, is that you're known from a uh, so, sideman. Yeah. So the other the other like mm. the thing that I get recognised more than ever. Yeah, is from appearing in a couple of sidemen videos. So wow. when it comes to they, they've done like strength test videos on YouTube. Yeah, and I didn't really know who the sidemen were. Mm. Like I knew one of them because he was at Gymshark and I was at Gymshark. So we were friends on that level. And then he just gave me a call one day and said, "Hey, can me and a couple of the boys come down to your gym and we'll shoot a video and it'll go on YouTube?" And I was like, mm. "Yeah, of course. Like no problem at all." Mm. They post the video, and I think it gets 10 million views in the first hour. I'm just yeah. like, who the heck are these guys? <laughs> yeah. And then I look into it and they've got like a combined audience of like yeah, six crazy. million or something ridiculous. Yeah. And so now I remember I can... um, Jack Whitehall telling me that he did a video with the sidemen and he said he, he, he walked down the street with a couple of them yeah. and he's hung out with like real Hollywood A-listers, but he said he's never experienced what, like walking down the street with the sidemen. Yeah. They're so famous. And, it, and it, so now I, with everything I have or haven't done in my 20 year career, I'm known for being in the Sidemen video. Yeah. Which is- Wow, is, 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 it, that, is, it, you, is it that cult that they-, yes. they I think it's pretty huge, yeah. Mate, massive, like more than, more than you would ever imagine. Mm. Really? Yeah. Mm. And it's great, like fair play to them. They're, they're, like, a yeah. K, they're like a K-pop band, aren't they? Yeah, Just they're, like they're, yeah. massively famous. <laughs> they are like a, never... the British K-pop. <laughs> yeah. who, who was that K-pop band? Who was it? Uh, There's a band called BTS. Yeah, yeah BTS. But they're yes. like so famous. Yeah. But we, we I don't, don't know really... who they are. I don't. I don't. Well, think that's what I mean. That's what I mean. I hate to. I hate to break it to you, but I think. I think they've. 
they've broken up. Have they? Yeah. yeah Sean, don't don't bring shit like that on this don't podcast. Don't bring that kind of energy. What the hell is that about? They're all focusing on their solo careers. <laughs> it's always great when people try and go solo. I quite like it. Um, Shawnee, uh, listen, but you, you've done lots of things. And also big news is that you're my, you, me and you are training together. We're yeah. not training together. Are we training together? How does it work? I would say, yes, we're training together. Yeah, okay, sure. is that how it works? Well, we it's we, more we that don't... you're training Jamie, isn't it? Correct, yeah. If we're Jamie's not really teaching you much, <laughs> is he? Yeah, I am. On life. What have yeah. you picked yeah, yeah, yeah. up from Jamie? <laughs> Loads of it's, stuff. A little, it's a little bit semantics, but uh, yes, I'm training Jamie. So okay. the way it came about was I've trained Spenny, who's um, a good mate of Jamie for a long time. Yeah. And when he went away to do Everest, he basically said, don't give away my slots in the morning. Yeah. Um, and I was like, well, have you got anyone that can step in? And, and Jamie, he's like, Jamie's getting married. He'll love this. Mm. Jump in. So, so are then, you doing like a wedding glow up? Well, my thing was is this. Is, is? Like, my thing was this is that I literally, my Sophie, my fiance was like, uh, oh, look, you, you don't look your greatest. You don't look great. She honestly said that. I told you, I've said this story before. I got on really? top of it. We were... We were going to have sex and I got on top of her and she went, oh, get on with it. And I went, this is not like, this is not right. This yeah. is like not This, this sexy. is not the J Badger. I this know is not like, like, I'm like, a. I, I thought I was like some sort of God. And I was like, I look pretty good. I, was, I feel pretty yeah. great. Anyway, she was like, well, maybe, maybe. So I then Spencer phoned me up and said, you should take this stock with Sean. Um, so I was like, okay, let's do it. Met Sean and started and then- Spencer doing... was like, just get Sean to sleep with Sophie. <laughs> just, she'll love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sean was my body double for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> and she worked out really well. <laughs> Sophie's, uh, Sophie's much happier. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They actually feel much better with each other now. <laughs> and she never knew. <laughs> but, um, so we started, so I went to you, we started then doing, I have never done weights before. Like I, I was one of these guys who was just like, didn't think about weights and they were a good thing. Couldn't really be bothered to do it. Thought anyone like putting like a, a bar on your shoulders in the morning and doing a squat. I was like, get out of here. I can't be bothered with that. Started doing it. And I think it's, it's probably the greatest thing that I picked up in the most recent years. And I don't really know why. And, and I'm in shape and all these different things. But I don't know. And that's why I want to get. Why is doing something like going to the gym? And we know the, the benefits, endorphins, yada, yada, all that kind of stuff, right? But why going to the gym and learning weights and doing stuff? Why is that so beneficial to the human brain, body, everything? Do you think? Um, it's a really good question, actually. I think some of it would come from a level of progression. So I think when you start on that sort of weightlifting journey, you don't start in the middle. You start at the bottom and you, mm. you work yourself up over time. So there's that overarching sense of progression, turning up, getting better day on day, week on week, month on month that's very rewarding from a from a psychology point of view you know you can look back and objectively you were doing 60 kilos a month ago you're now doing 80 kilos it's progression yeah so yeah. you get that which i think is is very rewarding from a sort of extrinsic point of view yeah you're stronger you, you will feel better as well and then there's the almost the visual element of it which comes with if you're training and you're following a progressive plan you're getting stronger but your body will respond to that stress as well and you'll start to not only be stronger but you'll start to look stronger that feeds yeah. into some sort of you know people will notice vanity oh, your, your, your arms you know are looking this. bigger or your shoulders are looking Big bigger time, or you're yeah. looking yeah you're looking mm. younger is what a lot of people get why yeah. do people look younger because i think when you age right i think a lot of that would be you know you, you lose a little bit of muscle mass you you put on a bit of body fat and i think when you start weight training that reverses right because you all of a sudden 
your body composition changes. You, your lean tissue goes up, which is a sign of youth. Mm. And your body fat comes down, which is a sign of youth. So automatically you start to look and feel younger, more mobile, more agile, more virile. So your confidence often goes virile? up. Again, virile? virile? What is virile? virile. What is virile? virile? Sexual, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you feel horny. Well, a little. Well, Do you use your testosterone go up? Yeah, so. Sean is constantly you, masturbating. <laughs> mm. Brilliant. <laughs> giving, my, giving my secrets away. Did my it? secrets away. <laughs> oh, Sean, stop it. Um, but it's one of those things where like, your testosterone levels will decrease. That is age. why you do get hornier. You, you do get hornier. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So if, if we go back to the question, that's kind of like, why does it feel so good and why do people get so into it? And there's a load of reasons. It's, it's yeah. you look better, you feel better, there's progression. You kind of, you buy in and you kind of get out what you put in. But there, yeah. also, there also comes a point where it gets very challenging. So mm. like once you're not on the bottom rung of the ladder anymore and you, you know, you're kind of past that middle phase, when you're standing at the top of the ladder and you're working at what would be incredibly high levels of your maximum. Mm. So like we're really pushing the boundaries of what you can do physically. Yeah. That's when you learn a lot about yourself mm. spiritually, emotionally, mentally, yeah. because you're, you know, everyone can live in a comfort zone and be quite, be quite confident and comfortable here. But when you're being pushed to perform here, Mm. That's when the that's when the money is printed. That's when your your the changes are really going to start to kick wow. off because you're working at such a high capacity of your potential that the stress you're putting on yourself forces change. And yeah. that's when you that's when that exponential growth. And when you see people, we call it like a tipping point. When people are structurally balanced and they're strong and they're fit, when they get to that point where they can regularly work at an incredibly high sort of percentage of their maximum. That's when that's when you really see results. Mm. It, 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 it's it's true about that comfort, right? That's why I do cryotherapy and cold therapy. Is because the whole point of that is that you stress your body in the morning or whenever you do it, you mm. put yourself out of your comfort zone. So then, when stress does come into your life, whatever anxiety, depression, insomnia, whatever these things are, um, you're able to do them much easier because your body's used to stress. We put ourselves in such comfort that we actually don't stress ourselves out, and and that's why freaking gymming is good. Tom, what do you take from that? Do you hit the gym? Well, I mean, I, I do go to the gym, but I'm not a weights person. But sure. but maybe I mean, I feel like I'm maybe Jamie before he started doing the weight training. Well, I, I looked at because I like to I like running, <clears throat> but that's not weights, obviously. It's but different, I, man. It's a different. It's, 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 it's like it's different. different. It's a different thing, and it's not. Necessarily I've always enjoyed running. Better or worse. Yeah. Like if you're running, what you'll get good at is running. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So like, yeah. it's one of those things where, like, if you want to get fitter and you want to get better at running, like, funnily enough, you have to run. Mm. So it's one of those things where like, it's very specific, like what the, the task you're, you know, giving yourself and the stress you're putting on your body is very specific to that mm. sort of that discipline. Whereas like when you're doing more functional work and when you're doing more sort of strength conditioning work, the results you'll get are very, very different. 
Did you have like a, a moment where you decided to, have you always been very fit or did you have a moment where you decided to change and become very into the Yeah, gym? what was this tipping point? So I've always been very sporty. So I played sport at a reasonably high level, like all for, through school and then through- Fernando Torres, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, played I, I, played, I played for Liverpool, then Chelsea, a little bit for Spain, won a World Cup. Premiership, <laughs> played premiership football for about 10 years. Yeah, yeah and then I just wanted to go into the gym. <laughs> Going back to Fernando Torres, you know that he has actually opened up his own gyms and is now actually quite jacked. Is he actually? Really? Yeah. So I'm not saying that- He's going to upset by I'm that. I'm not saying he's trying to be my body double or anything, <laughs> but I'm just saying. Um, yeah, but Julie, what was the tipping point for you? Because you, 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 your your library of things that you've done is, you know, I'm going to get, it's the, what is the, you were the best bodybuilder in the world. So What I was, was it called? Because Jamie, before Jamie, you Jamie came in, he said, he's an IVF. IVF. He said IVF and then he said IBS, but it's not IBS or IVF. Correct. Both of those things uh, I have not had or <laughs> yeah. used. You're the IVS, IBS world champion. Correct. So <laughs> the, the federation was called the WBFF, um, which WBF. is like the World Bodybuilding and Fitness Federation. Okay. Um, and what I did was pretty much a category called men's physique, which... I think if you're going to break it down, <laughs> yeah. So if you, I think if you're going to break it down, it's not bodybuilding. It it would be lightweight bodybuilding. Okay. So it's not the guys that are super jacked and like just enormous. Mm. It's kind of much more mainstream. So there's an element of marketability. There's an element of stage presence. What they're judging you on is could this guy be on the cover of men's health or muscle and fitness could he sell protein shakes gym equipment lululemon mm. uh merchandise adidas is are you an influencer when no is, is, that, is that what i'm thinking when you're a set um, this was kind of pre <laughs> that was pre this was almost like at the onset or like the birth of influence of this kind yeah. of these competitions were wow. kind of coming out from that it was kind of like if you're going to be a fitness model mm. what would you look like and that was kind of the judging criteria. So they judged you on symmetry, condition, stage presence, marketability, all of that sort of stuff. Um, but Trini, the, the thing which I find interesting is how, when does that happen in your mind? You were sporty at school, yeah. you, you play rugby, you go to, you know, you, you, you go to Oxford, yeah. uh, all these kind of things. Um, you know, you, you, you're, you're super smart. And then you, start, you you start hitting the gym and doing that, enjoying it. And then you decide, right, I'm going to commit myself. Yeah. To this period where I'm going to go and basically uh, just refine my body to a place which is impeccable, and then yeah. go and compete. So, do, do you know what it was? What was it? It was a it was a dare. Get out of here! <laughs> it was was a, it actually? It was actually a, a that's dare a dare that's gone really far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give up Someone went back down. That's pretty yeah, much me. Yeah. I'm that stubborn. Yeah. Um, so, so, how did that start? So, someone came up to you. Yes. So I just retired from playing rugby. Like I'd, I'd been injured. I'd, I'd kind of retired from 15s. I'd then retired from sevens. So I was a little bit lost. With so is that what you were going to do? You were going to be a rugby player? Well, that's what you want. What you wanted really. to do? That, not really. Okay. That was kind of like, I, I was always a trainer. And okay. kind of since I, you know, I was, I played semi-professional rugby for about eight months. Okay. Right. And it was one of those ones where. You mean I, football? <laughs> I got injured. I got injured. But if I hadn't got injured, I definitely would have been found out for not being Yeah, me good. too. I got injured as well. <laughs> you got injured. Injured. Got injured. Rugby career taken away. Yeah, I did. That happened to me. That actually did happen. But it was one of those ones where if I hadn't got injured, I definitely would have been found out for not being good enough. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it was, it was kind of Because you just couldn't life. catch. <laughs> um, and I was, tr I was training, but not really, not really enjoying my training. I didn't really have anything to train for. 
And then a girl that I was working with at the time, she just competed in the female equivalent. And mm. she said, you know what? You would actually be really good at this. Mm. I was like, you know what? I just don't know if I can be bothered. And she How old like, are you at this point? Um, I would have been like 28. Oh, okay. So okay. I'm quite old. Yeah. So 28. Right. Um, and she said, you should do this. And I said, yeah. okay, when's the next show? She goes, the British Championships in five months time. Mm. I said, fine. Great. Let's do it together. Okay. And so the, basically, and it was kind of like a, who's going to do better? Like, mm. is she going to do better? Or am I going to do better? And so we both trained for the show and it was the British Championships. And so like I learned, immersed myself in it, dieted super hard, trained super but, hard. Well, take me through the training process or something like that. So so uh, how how lean do you have to get? And what is the diet? What is this, the strict it's ratio? Super, you have to go super lean. So like in terms of the, in terms of the training, it, the training didn't really change that much. Like the volume was still there, but what was meticulous was the diet. So like mm. the discipline around what you eat and being in a calorie deficit. So basically giving your body less than it kind of needs <laughs> yeah. on a daily basis. It's so intense. If we're breaking it down, it is pretty much starving you. Is it true? I mean, I don't know anything about this, but is it true that the diet is more important than the gym? For fat loss, for sure. Yeah. For, for weight loss and for fat loss, absolutely. You can. So could you work out like three hours every day? And if, be, if you were still eating crap, you wouldn't, nothing would change? Absolutely. Yeah. And, that, and that's the. That's where I've been going. You just get bigger. You'd almost, your neck and your yeah, like, you just get bigger. Yeah, that's probably the biggest misconception that people have. They think they can outwork a bad diet. Yeah. And you just can't. Mm. Like the, the science of it is if you're looking to lose weight and if you're looking to especially drop body fat, the diet is key and you've got to be in a slight, like a, a small but significant calorie deficit day in, day out for probably three to four months. Oh my God, that's miserable. Difference. Yeah, it, it can be quite miserable, but it's also one of those things where, and you would have probably experienced a little bit of this over the last couple of months. It's like when you start to see the results, you start to get that feedback of, wow, this is working. Then you, you, you start enjoying it. it. Yeah, you double down on it. Yeah. And it's a little bit of like a... You so know, do you give Jamie, so you work out with him, do you also give him a diet plan as well? We do. So at the moment, it, it's we're kind of on a journey of we're trying to build up a load of strength in Jamie. So it's kind of get trying to get him mm. stronger, get him, you know, increase his muscle yeah. mass, there you go. all that sort of stuff. But there'll come a time when we tighten the screw from a nutritional point of view. But what mm. we've done so far is Jamie, Jamie works with a, a meal prep company that I'm involved with. And I've been- Fresh I've, fitness, baby. Fresh fitness. Shout baby. out to those guys. They're um, great. They are great. They're exactly. great. They're the boxes. They're the little yeah. boxes that arrive in your doorstep. Apart yeah, from, these are the ones that keep getting stolen from the front of my house. But wait, Andre, before we get into that, I just want to understand just quickly with your training. So you, yeah. you, go, you go into the competition, your, your calorie deficit for how long? For a significant amount of time. So depend, depending on where you start, what your starting point is and yeah. where you need to be. Obviously, if, you, if you're in a calorie deficit of say three and a half thousand calories a week, so 500 a day, it's not, it's not crazy. Like you, yeah. you probably will feel it for the first week, two weeks, but then yeah. your body adapts, right? So um, if, if you're in that level of deficit, you will probably lose between one and two pounds, half a kilo to a kilo a week in terms mm. of weight and body fat. Mm. So it's one of those things where depending on where you start from and where you want to be, just give yourself that amount of time using those sort of metrics as how long it will take. Mm. Um, and that's basically how you do it. It's, it's pretty straightforward. Are you training twice a day? Is the training up? So like, how do you, you can get... do, yeah. So what a lot of people do in order to um, not get down to a point where you're barely eating. So like you can increase the amount you're training to burn calories, right? Because it's calories in, calories out. Yeah. That's, that's the, the energy balance side of it is is 
the whole the whole shebang. So if you don't want to reduce what you're eating too much, you can increase the amount you're moving. Mm. So that's uh. what some people do. So it's a balancing act between the two. If you've got time and energy and you can train more often or you can train for longer, it means the amount of food you have to reduce is less. So some people prefer to do that. It's, it's just a different strategy. And what's this thing about in the two days before the actual event, you you stop drinking you water. Like, yeah, you drink like a bottle of white wine right? or something like that. This so is old all, school. It's is that, that old school? That's so old. One of my favorite true? documentaries, Pumping Iron. Have you watched Pumping Iron with Arnold Schwarzenegger? I think that's maybe where I heard it from. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was great. But he said you it, you dehydrate yourself so your muscles contract or something. Well, you dehydrate yourself so there's less water under the skin. But basically, this is an insane level of like. But we're talking we're talking about like this is like competition yeah, level. Yeah, this is this is different. Yeah. Um, and it's actually the more the more you learn about it and the more you do it, the more you learn what responds well for your body. Dehydrating myself has never really worked. I felt terrible. Mm. I looked worse. So it was never something that as a strategy I did going into competition. Wow. So it changes for each person. It's different for every person, but it's also like the more you do it. I competed as a professional for five years. So it's kind of like. The so are you, are you, you like less jacked now than you were when you were oh, competing? Almost. Have you not seen in, pictures of Sean? I don't in, think I've seen Infinitely photos. less jacked. Hey, when yeah. Sean was like in his, like in, in, he's training in his prime, honestly, it looked like some. Like an alien. Like a Greek Weird, guard. like, action man. It was, like, did you so like, ripped. Did you kind of, like, paint... Did they, they put makeup on your abs and stuff like that? And... Didn't didn't need it. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, no, but you do, um, you do, you do wear, like, a, a... You wear a more aggressive tan than I've got on now. Yeah. We'll, we'll go that far. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, that's insane. And so, um, but, you know, one of these things where it became bodybuilding, right, became one of these amazing things because of Pumping Iron, the documentary. Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger. That massively popularised it. Oh, my God, insane. Were those Did guys you see that bit in that documentary where he um does, doesn't he miss his father's funeral because he had to train that day? That was yeah. Is that was, a myth was, or no? I think because well, he wouldn't take a day off training. I think I think it was different. I think his I think he was relatively estranged from his father at the time. Um, and this is I, that I, is I, for I'm, long. I'm, I'm, that's insane. That's insane. I'm remembering this having not yeah recent, seen it for a while. Recently seen it or, or read about it. Um, as far as I'm aware, like he was relatively estranged from his father, and his father was in Austria. He was in America. Yeah. And it was like the week before a show. So to fly and fly and all that. I yeah. Think, I think he did miss his father's funeral. It's mad, isn't it? Do you think he regrets that in the future? Like maybe I should have gone know. to that. But, like, but uh, would... that would be a good question to ask him. Well, he's coming on private parts next week. So we'll, <laughs> yeah, ask so we'll actually ask him when he comes on. The governor. Yeah, the governor. Good, good to see you. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Jamie. Yeah. I've been, <laughs> Arnold, oh, if you I've just look down the lens, your... Arnold, just introduce yourself. <laughs> 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 just great. So, but it's insane. It's, with these guys, though. Uh, were these guys taking steroids back in the day? Oh, yeah. Really? So the Mr. So, so it's the, not that natural. Like yeah. So what's the difference between Mr. Universe and, and what you were doing? There's loads of, there's loads of, so that's Mr. Olympia. So the big bodybuilding show, like the most famous bodybuilding show in the world is Mr. Olympia. Mm. Right? And that's undrugged, it's undrug tested. So they don't drug test you. So, so, yeah. so <laughs> is this still a thing? Is it still a thing? Yes, yeah, it's huge. huge. So they they just think they just allow you can take as many drugs as you want. Have we not seen Ronnie Coleman, who was Correct. like seven times world champion or whatever he seven was? Seven time Olympia champion. Seven time Olympia champion. This dude, okay, it's I, so I remember, dangerous though, isn't mate, it? This dude back in the day, Ronnie Coleman, he's this gigantic guy. He was he was bench pressing how much and squatting how much? So he squatted 800 kilos. Okay, that's, that's <laughs> nearly think, a think, that's nearly a ton. No, sorry, it might have been 800 pounds. It might have been 800 pounds. Let me have kilos. a look. It's a uh, lot. How much did Ronnie but Coleman was, Coleman squat? So Ronnie Coleman Jamie, squatted like, 800 pounds. Yeah, so 400 kilos. But he was at the time he was like the world's <laughs> strongest bodybuilder. So he that's was, a lot, right? 400 kilos. <laughs> that's a lot. It's a lot. An awful lot. 
Yeah. And it was and he was he was an outlier. Not all bodybuilders are that strong, but he was mm. at the time like one of the strongest bodybuilders on the planet. Yeah. And you know, he's kind of paying the price for it now when he's had like three, three or four hits. His body is he can't even walk, his body is wrecked. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 